we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Elm Coffee Roasters open in Pioneer Square and South Lake Union for takeout and soon indoor seating. Order coffee and more at elmcoffeeroasters.com. I'm Molly, and you're listening to Dig Deeper, a deep dive into the psychological explanations of social experiences, everyday struggles, and philosophical perspectives. So for this week, we are going to talk about the different selves that we present in different settings, and then the sense of identity that we hold to be the most true or who we are when we're alone. So one of the ways of looking at this is through a theory by sociologist Irving Goffman, and he presents a social interaction theory called dramaturgy. And this is basically how our lives are like a play, mm-hmm. and we are all actors in those plays. <laughs> so when we are on stage, we are around other people, and we put on a face or a character of like who we want to portray to other people. And then when we're in our rooms or when we're alone, it's like backstage of the theater. And that's when we can like decompress and like be our true selves. So when I refer to face, I am referring to the performance one gives off to accomplish communicative goals in specific settings. So you act like a professional when you're at work or you act goofy and fun when you're in a party setting or you have different personas based on the setting that you are in and what you are trying to communicate with other people. So like I said, like you have your front face, which is like when you wear costumes on a stage, you wear costumes in real life because you're wearing things to either impress other people or make a statement or like what you wear is like costumes you have on stage. And then Mm. your back face is like I previously said, backstage when you're in your bedroom and you can wear whatever you want you can sit however you want do whatever you want because you're alone and you're not trying to be perceived a certain way by anybody yeah so also with face is you have your social face and those are like your daily interactions you have with like basically strangers like people you meet on the street and that's the way you act to just everyone (laughs) and then you have your relational face which is the face you put on if you are like flirting with someone or if it's like a potential relationship with like a friend so this is like you're kind of on your best behavior because you are wanting to give off a good impression so they'll become friends with you or they'll want to get in a relationship with you so that's like your really kind of try hard face that you put on and then you have your relational specific face which is the face you put on with people you are already in relationships with that already know you. So like if you are close enough to have like inside jokes with someone or you are close enough where you don't really have to be a different person around them because like they already know you, you already know them, like you already have a connection. And then like your self face, which is just like who you are. Yeah, it's like, like, I think it's kind of flawed in the way that it portrays all of these other faces as fake because, I don't know, it's interesting because I think I do struggle a lot with feeling like, oh, I'm not being my true self and like feeling 
inauthentic or not seen because of that. But I also think that the person that you present to other people is in a way just as valid because it is also a part of your identity. And maybe we put too much emphasis on having this personality or sense of self when it is sort of about the active decisions that we make. Absolutely. And I I agree with you. And I feel like this is where my opinions kind of differ from Goffman's because I think that the face that I have around other people is authentically me. And I'm not being fake when I'm like trying to be kinder when I'm around people than I am like by myself because that's genuinely what I want to do and like how I want to be when I'm like with other people. And like in a lot of senses, because I'm a pretty big extrovert, the me that's around other people is the real me. And when I'm alone is when I get kind of like, oh, I like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I don't know how to be just on my own in a way that makes when I'm around people, the more authentic version of myself. Right. That's interesting. And I also think that there are just a set of norms that you follow with different people because you do want to connect with people. And so there are parts of yourself that you emphasize around different people so that you can like, and it, it doesn't seem like a trick to me or like fake because it's just finding the parts of yourself that complement other people and then yeah. accentuating that. I feel like when it becomes a problem is just something that I was thinking about was just all of the barriers that we create for ourselves in an effort to follow different social norms and how, yes, they're important, but also why are we so attached to this specific way of being because there's so much opportunity that we're missing. Yeah, that and makes sense. Yeah. I guess kind of actually go back on what we were just Mm -hmm. talking about. I think that when I am myself around other people, it's with very specific people. Because I actually Mm. do think that I put on a pretty severe face with strangers or with people like professors or like my managers like at work or if someone I'm trying to impress then I actually do put on a face and I see myself being like oh like this is not actually who I really am this is me just like trying to make a good impression okay but in a way that's just necessary because there are like social rules you have to follow right yeah and I don't I, I don't think it's bad and like when I'm saying I'm like putting on a different face I'm not really saying that in a negative way it's just like it's just I am and I am like I guess like trying hard to get people to like me or accentuate the qualities that I already have and not necessarily Mm. change who I am. So where is that? This is what's really interesting and confusing is that you're totally right. There are so many different faces that we put on for like very logical and important reasons. So where is the point where you're fake or inauthentic or, you know, Mm. and where is that line where people notice? Mm -hmm. Or is like someone else's fakeness just so off of like your authenticness that it seems fake but maybe that their fakeness is like actually them oh i mean my intuition is like oh yeah no they're just being fake but like yeah how am i to tell like if i don't know that person like how am i to tell if they're being fake because while i think it's important to validate having different selves and that being okay and like it being okay that people change and are different There also, I think, is kind of a valid annoyance in people that seem really drastically different in different situations or it feels like they're being dishonest or when like it's a lot harder to connect with people when they have more of a face up, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that's also maybe just like you mutually like a discomfort like being around each other because you know how sometimes you just feel really comfortable around people and you're just willing, you're both just willing to be your fully authentic self when you're with each other. 
But then, ah, oh, that's such, also just like me saying like your fully authentic self. I'm like, what's my fully authentic self? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Before we continue on with the show, another message from our sponsors. Open since 2015, Elm Coffee Roasters is devoted to high quality coffee that's easy to brew at home and a joy to make. At our roastery and cafe in Pioneer Square, Seattle, Elm obsessively roasts small batches of coffee that they source with a focus on sustainable practices that lift up the whole supply chain and protect the future of the coffee plant. Elm's goal is to make a truly exceptional cup of coffee, an experience you look forward to every day. Cafes in Pioneer Square and South Lake Union open now for takeout and soon dine-in service. Please use code PODCAST at elmcoffeeroasters.com for 15% off your next coffee order. I also think there is and importance to trying to be as authentic as possible all the time. And so I do think that's something that I strive towards, but it feels like sometimes there is just a block. Like there's this unconscious filter that's like, when I'm around just you, there are so many weird jokes that I would make because they just come to my head and I just say them. But then around other people, it's like my brain isn't even thinking about that kind of stuff, you know? Because you're probably so thinking about other things. You're probably thinking about, oh, how do I like preserve my face? Like how do mm. I come off? in the, the way that I want to be perceived. Yeah, yeah. Like you're hyper-focused on one yeah, aspect so of your you, interaction. So you don't have time to think about inside jokes because your brain is occupied by arguably more important things when you're around strangers because you're like, oh, I don't want to act like a fool. Well, right. And because there are just logical differences that you have to make. Like when someone says, oh, how are you? You can't necessarily be honest with everyone because that is sort of burdening on people. And yeah. honestly, it is most of the time just something that people say people don't really want you to answer in yeah. a negative way because they just want to like move on with the conversation right right and also I don't want to answer honestly all the time because like this is the thing that's interesting about like being alone it's hard to distract yourself from like negative emotions but then mm-hmm. if I'm with somebody else they're like how are you and I'm like oh I'm good because blah 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 and it, it isn't being fake it's like helping you focus on different aspects of where you're at because you have incentive to but at the same time I don't think that's necessarily bad or fake because being around other people does make me happier you know yeah like digging even deeper into this dramaturgical theory I feel so such a need to be around other people and to like have my life seen through other people's eyes is like Mm -hmm. how I justify my life so when something good happens to me and I'm alone it doesn't even count for me but if something good happens when I'm with other people, I can, like, share it with them. I'm like, look at this good thing that happened. Like, we're all experiencing this together. Like, this is a whole thing. But, like, if something solely happens by myself that's good. And I think this is kind of a toxic thing that mm-hmm. I do. But I even have this thing about, like, oh, it, like, doesn't really count. Like, I shouldn't even be, like, no, happy about that. this. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that that is something that comes with my chronic extroversion. Because I know for a fact that that is not the case with other people. Like I've had this conversation with some of my friends that are severely introverted and they're like, that's the only time I feel true. Like happiness is is if I'm by myself and Mm -hmm. I like take great joy and finding happiness, like just for me. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just like, I can't see it that way. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But I think not to project on you, but in my experience, I feel like when I have really low self-esteem, it's harder for me to be alone. And like, Mm. it often comes from, Kind of like, I don't think that 
I'm really worth anything outside of other people, I guess, which time alone with just me doesn't feel like it matters. And I think that is something that I've had to actively practice that has made me happier in my interactions with other people is like treating myself, this is kind of funny, but treating myself like a friend. Like I like to have one-on-one time with my friends. And so treating time with myself is like, okay, I'm gonna like prove to myself that this time is valuable and be alone with myself so I can like get to know myself, I guess. Yeah, and don't have distractions of being with other people so you can truly have self-reflective time. Yeah interesting and another thing okay I want to ask you this question because it's something that I've thought a lot about but when someone asks me to describe myself I feel like all of the qualities that I give them are things that are or like all the good qualities that I give them are things that are beneficial for other people like oh I'm kind or oh I'm empathetic or all these different things that don't necessarily benefit me all of the personality traits that I think define me are actually just reflections of what is good for other people and it's been really helpful for me to think about oh what qualities do I actually like about myself that literally have nothing to do with other people and one of the things that I found is like I can make myself laugh when I'm alone I personally think that I'm very funny and like have a good time like being in my head making jokes and that's something that has made me feel a lot more confident because in that way I like me outside of everyone else yeah and you don't need that if you are secure in like your humor and like how you see yourself when you're alone, Mm -hmm. then, like, it allows for you to get no, like, negative feedback from, like, other people that have, like, different senses of humor. Because you don't have anything to prove. Yeah, you don't have anything to prove, and you don't care if they don't think you're funny because you think you're funny. That's a really cool way to look at that. Right? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. What is, like, what do I like about myself that doesn't benefit other people? Yeah. So what do you like about yourself? Oh, my. I have (laughs) no idea. I would have to do serious reflection on that. Because, like, everything that comes to my mind is, like, I'm just, like, so Mm other-centered. It's really interesting. I also think that as we're talking about, like, self and face and all of that kind of stuff, and this could be an absolute episode on its own (laughs) because there's a lot to unpack, but just with our digital age of social media, we are never truly alone. Because even when I'm alone, I'm texting people, I'm Snapchatting people, I'm like still connected in some way to others. And like when something funny happens, like you were telling, you think you're funny and like you think your inside thoughts are funny. Like, <laughs> and I love that. But like I feel like if something funny happens to me and I'm alone, I'm going to text a friend about it. And I'm going to be like, guys, guess what just happened to me? Or like, mm. guess what I just thought of? Or like something like I, even when I'm alone, if I'm miles and miles away from other people. Yeah. I am still connected somehow where I feel the need. I literally feel this like toxic urge to like Mm. stay connected with people and like share things. Yeah. Okay, but connection is not a bad thing. And obviously there are negative repercussions to, yeah, maybe that kind of toxic need to be with other people all the time. But like, what do you think are the downsides of that type of personality or that way of being? Maybe like people don't believe me when I'm not okay. If I have this face that other people see me as, like positive or happy all the time, like mm-hmm. blah, 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 then I feel like I can't be sad because I have to put on the face that they want from me. Kind of like I feel like, oh, I can't burden other people with my problems because they rely on me for a certain level of like happiness. They expect me to be joyful. So, like, if I'm not, then I'm disappointing them. Right. And if you're defining your self worth on being happy and making other people feel happy. It's based on other people. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is a problem. And that's where your sense of self and like confidence is just wavering because, or it's not consistent because it is just dependent on external circumstances. And external circumstances are important. Like I want to keep like emphasizing that, but I think that there's probably a balance and a balance that me personally will have to find. It is. Yeah. It's just super nuanced because like even just going back to the face, like there is a certain level of a face that you have to put up just to get by. But then also there are negative effects to doing that. And so everyone has a different balance. And like, I guess for me personally, like I'll have to work on myself more and probably for other people, they'll have to work on their connections more. And like, mm-hmm. it's definitely like a case to case thing of like how much face you show or like what face you show and like mm-hmm. how much sense of self you have. I think that that's just probably a very different thing for everybody yeah but a universal human experience yeah wow that was an actual therapy session (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you for listening to molly and i unpack our our deepest selves and thank you molly for telling me about (laughs) that. that was very cool yeah um that was dig deeper I'm Molly. And I'm Ella. (laughs) Thanks for listening.